Welcome. Welcome to the Cannabis Magazine podcast, Cannabis Magazine show. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to the entire industry, how it's moving forward, the innovation, the people, the products, um, just the changing landscape and what's really happening. And we're trying to capture it all in real time and have a genuine open conversation about a lot of these things um, that are shaping the industry. I'm Matt Gottesman, uh, entrepreneur, media entrepreneur, founder of several ventures, partner and a few others. Um, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host Priscilla Agencio, uh, who's an amazing international cannabis business strategist, among many other things. Priscilla, how's it going? Hey, Matt, how is it going with you? Um, for me, it's it's pretty good. I'm a little on the hot side. Um, I'm uh, this view is something I have to share with everyone. I'm at the uh, the south coast of uh, uh, Jamaica, and I'm watching the sun set into this absolutely blue turquoise shimmering horizon. And I, I have to say, I'm very grateful to open um, the year this way with you, Matt. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that, you know, this is going to be our third episode. And uh, we've got, you know, um, a lot that we're going to be doing here in 2019. Worked out a couple of the technology uh, kinks. So we're going to be, you know, a lot more consistent here coming up. And um, did you, you, you know, should we start off this new year talking a little bit about, like, just a two minute rundown of like who we are since that we want our audience to get a little bit more acquainted with us. I, I, I want you to go first though. Oh, okay. I was going to say, absolutely. I, I, I love how you always uh, set these topics up and have the perfect transition to knock them down. Um, <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear uh, and have you hear, uh, have you tell the rest of the audience about who you are, Matt, because that's, um, anyway, I'll, I'll let them let them have the enjoyment of that. Uh, so I uh, am here in Jamaica because I work internationally in the cannabis space. Uh, here in Jamaica, um, specifically with this project, it's a group that has uh, many licenses. One of the first to be licensed for the legalization of the cannabis of Jamaica. Um, and one of the things that I'm focusing on specifically this um, first quarter is helping to set up uh, the research and development initiatives on the medical cannabis um, side, uh, the effects, the health effects, um, setting up between different physicians and universities uh, to conduct some human cohorts and um, start these different clinicals and trials to start to prove the of uh, medical cannabis. So uh, that's just an example of what I'm kind of focusing on right now uh, here in Jamaica. I've been here for about a month and um, I swear that my, my hair um, is loving it because it's starting to kind of dread itself and I don't even have to do anything. It's just, you know, wanting to be in dreadlock. So I think I've been <laughs> That's awesome. Right <laughs> no, um, no, that, that's, that's awesome. And, um, so I'm not as scientific, but where Priscilla and I, um, where you and I, we really get, um, uh, parallel is, you know, a lot on the, on the business side of things. Uh, well, complimentary, I should say. Um, so 
my uh, my background is actually in international business, um, and I recognizing very early on seeing that we were going to become even more globally connected. I got very heavy into tech starting in like my like late teens, early twenties. And uh, essentially I um, found that there was uh, a gap in between the business people and, you know, the technology, everything, internet, web-based, backend, front-end, like you name it. And so um, I, chose an active role to really be a business and digital strategist in the beginning in the in the middle of all that so it's sort of like how do you take everything that you're trying to do with your company and really have it scale and exist in a digitally connected um global globally online world right so um so i got very heavy into all of that and then over time because i got pulled into some pretty prestigious brands a lot of people kind of equated me to saying like, oh, like you're that, you know, you do things with brands, like high profile brands. And, and I'm like, well, it's it's more like a business case, right? Like I go into brands and I say like, where are you at? And like, how are you, how are you functioning um, from a business, you know, standpoint? So there's a lot of business modeling in there. Um, but um, when it comes to like, their end goals, right? With their, their customers and their users and, and everybody else, because, you know, everybody that they cater to is not in one place. Right. So, um, so that's, that's the, the short end of that. Um, and then what happened probably about four or five years ago is I decided that I wanted to create some of my own distribution by creating my own media outlets. Um, and by doing so you can have more direct conversations with your intended audiences and you can scale companies and projects faster. So that's still, in my opinion, the early stages of really like where I'm at with those things, because like four and a half, five years of, of building media distribution is really early on because it's still, you know, there's still a lot more to do. So fast forward, um, became uh, really close to people who were um, affiliated with Cannabis Magazine. They brought me in as well. And um, I've known you, Priscilla, for a very long time now. And I thought this would be amazing to do a podcast with you. Um, and ex expand on, um, you know, the, the, the talks that need to have to happen in this industry. And I did also spend the last year and a half uh, actually consulting in the cannabis space. And it's something that I'm actually looking to continue uh, doing. So it's been, it's been a great ride. Was that, was that a lot of information? <laughs> it was not enough, Matt. I mean, what can I say? <laughs> I journey that. is really captivating because it really expresses one of adaptation, innovation. It expresses something that, you know, you're definitely a person that has pursued his intuition um, and that has led you into the cannabis space. It's the same thing with me. And um, I apologize if there's some background noise and, and uh, it's... Uh, it's a very busy part of the island. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, I, I thank you for sharing that because I think it's important for everyone to relate to, you know, who, who it is that they're listening to. Um, you know, we are inundated with information from all different sources. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to know what is, uh, you know, what's up and down, what's left and right. We don't know because there's so much information that totally contradicts itself. 
And I think we have to go back to really understanding and connecting with those who are uh, having a message. And um, if we're able to connect with someone like you or myself, um, we're, we, we know and understand and we can trust and start building that relationship um, and, and start uh, taking the information that we're going to be discussing and we're going to be coming, going over um, uh, to heart uh, versus, you know, just reading something online and, and not really knowing who, who represents that and who really comes um, uh, and, and uh, represents that information. So it's important for, you know, us to share that with everybody. Um, no, very, very well put. I mean, look at the, at the, basically what we're doing is we're the, the cross section of business and media. You know, we we're we're two business individuals that also happen to really be big advocates for the cannabis industry uh, amongst businesses as a whole globally. And, um, you know, in order to kind of bring out a little bit more of like what actually happens um, behind the scenes of most businesses, or in this case, the cannabis industry, media allows us to bring that to the forefront so with that being said you know today we're going to talk about thc its stigmas and its benefits because there's um and it's interesting actually watching the 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 course of action and and people change their mindsets along the way and i've you know i've even actually started to see this even with own family is that on one hand the moment they people hear thc and marijuana their their ears perk up right their eyes open wide and instantly it goes into all of the the trained societal mechanisms of that is bad it's thc it's bad you don't do it it you know it has psychoactive properties it's gonna you know do all kinds of things whatever that that aren't good for you when in actuality that's not true and we're going to talk a little bit about that and we're gonna you know and i know priscilla you'll, you'll go into a lot of that but the 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 ideas are actually not true, but the stigmas are definitely there, which has also caused a little bit of um, delay at times in various markets for cannabis to become legal, uh, especially because it was once linked to illegal activities and in some ways is still in certain places linked to illegal activities, right? So there's a lot of stigmas around you know, THC and marijuana for that aspect. And, you know, and then what's starting to happen, though, is that because of several experiences and situations over the last, you know, probably decade, the stigma is starting to change because it's become a much more wide open, transparent, um, you know, industry with uh, a lot of information coming out about the science, the health benefits, um, you know, the 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 use cases in business, the use cases in everyday living. I mean, you name it, right? So it's it's basically forced the conversation globally, well, locally and nationally and now globally, where people actually have to look at, hey, this thing isn't slowing down. It's just a matter of where do we want to get on the train? Yeah. Right. And so so um and I'm I'm grateful to be here at, towards I, I mean I I I think it's still early, but it's interesting because it's it's not as early as maybe, you know, what it once really felt like, but it's still so early because there's just a lot of um, movement that still has to happen, you know, regulatory wise and science wise. And we really we really are still at the beginning of like all of the things that are about to happen. So 
so that's what we're gonna talk about today. That was a little bit of a rant, but <laughs> I feel like that's you know that's that's really uh, and and the best part is, is that you know we have somebody like you on the show, Priscilla, where um, to talk about um, you know really dive into the science and the benefits and the grow and like what's really really happening. What also governments are finding out about how like you know magical and awesome this plant really is um, that are actually embracing it for. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably do already know that it's just a matter of whether or not they're going to adopt it into their policies, right? Right, right. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that have happened uh, just in a very short time. I mean, the uh, yeah. federal government just passed for hemp um, to be legal uh, all across America. That is a huge win, um, even though it's hemp. Uh, the fact that um, medical cannabis has been climbing into every state across the uh, nation um, very rapidly also is a testament to where this is all heading. But I mean, even with that, you know, everyone, for example, with the CBD market, uh, with hemp and CBD, everyone is so excited. Oh, this is the non-psychoactive. This is the one that doesn't get you high. This is, you know, for all of the health benefits that, uh, for all of the health benefits that you hear about CBD, there's just as much on the THC side. Remember, um, you know, medical cannabis was here first before CBD came along, right? Um, and there's a reason for that. I mean, it helps with nausea. Its anti-emetic properties are incredible. Um, definitely helps with pain. It helps with epilepsy. It helps with seizures. It helps with um, inducing appetite as well. Um, there's, there's so many amazing health benefits uh, with uh, medical cannabis or, or THC that you really don't, don't short sight yourself and just rely on CBD because whatever you're seeking to heal within yourself, it could be within THC. It could be a combination of the two. So um, I guess the first step is to step into the CBD space. Everyone is so you know, or, or not everyone, but there's a lot of people that are really terrified about the whole psychoactive effect. Like, what does that mean? Right. You know, it could mean a lot of things for people, but my recommendation is to titrate, meaning you take a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time that basically, um, oh, uh, that basically means, um, that, uh, uh, you take a little bit and then, uh, you keep, you give yourself some time and then you just ingest a little bit more and you see how you feel and then you ingest more and more until you find a level of of how you're feeling that you're comfortable with uh cbd you don't have to really worry about that too much only because um only because uh with cbd um it doesn't really affect that part of the brain so you know it's more of a bodily function it's more of a relaxation feeling uh, but with thc you know you definitely have to use some caution but it's not something that you should be so afraid of that you just completely stay away from you know dip your toe yeah i mean well, well yeah yeah i mean i mean with cbd it's like most people even say i don't I don't even know if I feel anything. I'm like, well, it's because it's more just working on your body, you know, on your internal organs. So, you know, question for you with with THC. Um, 
why, you know, and I, I recently learned about this um, because you know, I'm, I'm a big CBD advocate. Um, I love THC. Um, but yeah, you know, depending on the amount of um, milligram dosage that you have, yeah, you know, it can definitely provide a little bit of a psychoactive and depending on if you want that at that time or not. Um, so you have to kind of control that. Um, so with CBD, it's great because you're getting all these benefits. And to me, I was thinking, oh, wow, like I'm getting tons and tons of benefits um, from it. And with between conversations with you and others, and they say, you know, it's true. But keep in mind that there are certain things that are missed when the THC is not there, such as, and obviously this doesn't necessarily apply to me at this time, but such as like, um, it helps shrink tumors. It does certain things with different types of cancer. So THC, like as one of the, the compounds um, is quite like, you know, um, massively, it's, it's quite important. Like right in the in the in the in the chain of things with with healing properties. Absolutely, it totally and completely is, and you know that's you know one of I mean really the I I I just want to kind of help with the stigma that is still around THC. Um, you know, it's equally uh, it's equally um, important as CBD. It's um, something that. Uh, uh, you should really understand of how much you can tolerate and to ingest and take into your body. There's um, there's so many there's so many things to it that you know you don't know how it like like I said before you don't know how it's going to affect you um, positively you know um, and then if any of the negatives that you hear it's because they ingested too much or, you know, maybe you were well, one of my friends and I just wanted to mess with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, um, so what are, you know, what are some of the, 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 the known healing benefits of THC? Well, it's the, one of the most effective, uh, non-addicting sleep aids that you could ever take <laughs> that's true <laughs> we know that to be true <laughs> yeah definitely i mean right. why why would you take um uh sleeping pills when they are so toxic for you they're habit forming it's you know it's addictive um this is all common knowledge when you can take something very natural uh i mean I have experienced uh, quote-unquote hangovers, meaning you still feel residually groggy the next day. But, I mean, I really went for it, you know. I'd get a gold <laughs> <laughs> as far as how much ingestion I had of the THC. And you usually do it in a form. But, you know, like I re recommend to my mother um, who who loves it for sleep, uh, you know, eat eat a little bit you they, there are so many options that are there i mean hopefully there there are for you but now you have edibles that have micro dosage of thc around meaning like five uh, milligrams or um uh, of thc in each bite um it's pop pop a little you know brownie in and then uh, see how you feel until you again titrating until you you feel the effect that you need <laughs> Um, so it's an incredible sleep aid. 
Um, you know, it uh, helps to treat PTSD. Uh, for those that do not know what PTSD is, I know it's like this, you know, this term that you hear all around and oftentimes it's associated with veterans. Um, PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, anyone who's ever really had any type of traumatic experience um, has experienced the anxiety that, uh, that stays with you. Uh, when your like war veteran goes into that, yeah, when your body goes into that state of shock, like that, that, that gets wired into your system. And then anything that could possibly trigger that chain of reaction to have you react that way, you're now living in a state of anxiety. It's a hard place to come from. Um, I personally don't, uh, I mean, I have general anxiety, but I, I'm fortunate to not have, uh, you know, the debilitating anxiety. So I could only imagine, you know, how much worse it gets uh, for those who suffer with PTSD. And um, this is something that you hear very synonymous with medical cannabis research uh, because it's so important that we address that problem. It's so important that we try to find solutions. I mean, uh, the rate of veterans that commit suicide is so astronomical. It is, it's, I mean, I, I, I think it was, uh, I think about 20, 20 to 22 veterans every day um, are committing suicide. That is. Wow. That's, it, that's astronomical. That's unreal. It's heartbreaking. So what are we doing to, to help with that? Obviously, the traditional methods aren't really working that, that well. So we have been hearing through thousands of anecdotal studies and, and, and reports that THC, cannabis, is directly affecting that, is directly helping with that, uh, with PTSD in veterans. Um, so, you know, great. Let's, uh, well, <laughs> it's also, uh, I, mean, I, I think mushrooms too. I read, <laughs> I read LSD and mushrooms are a part of that too, which yay, but, um, no, THC is, is definitely, uh, Hey, I would do THC, um, first before LSD and mushrooms, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we are not condoning any of the others, by the way, uh, either way, one yeah. way or another, <laughs> even though it's up to you to do any kind of experimentation. No, uh, no, I, I love that you brought up PTSD. Um, it, it's, uh, it's rampant and it's happening not just with war veterans, but with people who've had um, traumatic um, occurrences in general. And I've known a few people who the moment they started either using THC or CBD, boom, within a, like a day or two, it was gone. Um, now, that's their case. That's not every case, but it was they liked it so much. They just kept going with it. And they were like, oh, my God, like this is the first time that they had felt in years a certain way. Um, and it's funny because I do have a list and you, you, you had mentioned two of them. Um, besides um, those two, there's also pain relief, um, which is why it's technically been around to treat pain for as long as, you know, the last like 30, 40 years. Uh, it also eases nausea and vomiting. Um, and it also protects brain cells. So, so interestingly enough, 
while society had kind of placed the stigma of like, oh, it's, it hurts your brain. It does all this other stuff. That was really just more of uh, like, hey, we don't propaganda. We want to put rule. Yeah, propaganda rules on you. Like, don't do it. But the actual um, it, it says that while most drugs are neurotoxic um, and that, by the way, includes prescription drugs, THC is considered to be a neuroprotectant. So it actually protects brain cells from damage. So again, like, and guys, a lot of this information is actually available to you, but I just, I had to throw that out there. You did bring up an effective sleep aid. Um, and I love that you brought up about which would you rather have pills, prescription pills, which I, I saw a great, um, a great uh, meme video on Instagram where, um, you know, by like now this docs and they create this whole thing, like um, the, uh, they showed uh, um, the difference between taking marijuana and prescription drugs and they were kind of making fun of like prescription drugs and saying like you take a sleeping pill to go to sleep um which you know messes with you and then you're groggy in the morning you take a a, a pill in the morning to like wake you up and to like be able to like deal with the day um like a like a xanax uh the stress relief you take and then that has another side effect for your stomach you take another pill for your stomach and you take all of this stuff or you just take marijuana you could just have thc <laughs> and so i i just i think it's just like i'll have to send you the video but it, it was just to me it was just great you did mention ptsd um it also promotes brain growth i liked this um thc activates the cb1 receptor in our brains and this stimulation promotes a process known as long-term uh potentiation which improves the brain's ability to learn so again society and stigmas were because it when it was considered an illegal drug don't do it. This is everything that I've been told. Now I'm telling you, and now you're going to feel that way too. Actually, that's wrong. Uh, or at least studies suggest it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong. Let's, let's just keep it real. Let's not be politically correct. Right? <laughs> and then, and I also, I also liked, by the way, it also increases appetite. And I know it's funny because you, you get a lot of people who say like, oh, like that's horrible. Like, you know, because they're thinking more from, because, you know, America has an obesity problem. And so like, no, 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 like, I don't want to increase appetite. Like, but they don't think about it from the standpoint of people who have very chronic ill diseases yeah. or um, autoimmune diseases, eating disorders, um, that was dementia. Going through chemo. Right, people going through chemo. Like uh, my my father had at one point um, a little bit of, of uh, cancer, which you know he got rid of. But like his appetite was shot. He was so grateful when his appetite actually started coming back. Like people don't realize that you can actually lose the appetite, and in order to survive. <laughs> you need to eat so oh. um it you know so it's it's a it's it's interesting and I, I i just i had to throw out just some of those things from the list and then it goes on and on because there's you know there's um what it's done for people with cancer i've also seen um something you brought up with um the like the brain function and ptsd it also has similar effects in autistic patients um, i saw a very cool documentary about this where um, parents of autistic kids could not get their kids to stop from the shakes and the, um, you know, and the, and um, the, the, the body movement and all the things that were hurting them uh, or, or, you know, their, the, uh, the, the anxiety that was coming with it, they would microdose with cannabis and suddenly they would go into a complete calming state, <clears throat> like an yeah. actual calming mm -hmm. functioning state. I, I, I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. Sorry. <laughs> I, no, no, I, no, 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 no. What was that? That I recently met a woman 
who is in her 70s and experienced, um, she was she was misdiagnosed. She, uh, they thought that she had, you know, a, a heart attack, a stroke. Um, it ended up being a seizure for the first time after, you know, she's in her, uh, like I said, she's in her 70s. And um, it was uh, something that she had to fly back and, and actually uh, see different specialists about because they really couldn't understand why all of a sudden this, uh, you know, 70-year-old woman was having seizures. It was the first time ever in her life, had no history of it, nothing. Um, they found out, uh, and the reason why they, they, were, they were amazed with it was it, they found out that she was epileptic and that she had this her entire life. And they, they were just, uh, they were amazed that she didn't, um, she's never had a seizure before. Well, lo and behold, this woman um, actually enjoyed a spliff or two. A spliff, for those of you that don't know, is basically a cigarette with a little bit of cannabis sprinkled inside. So tobacco and cannabis, that's what a spliff is. Um, so this woman has been smoking spliffs uh, basically her whole life, meaning just a little bit of cannabis um, in her cigarette that she rolled for herself every day. Um, she's been smoking since she was like 13 or something like that. And sure. that actually has prevented her from ever having a seizure. That's amazing. And she I mean, stopped, I, and I'm not surprised. Stopped, I, I hear this yeah. all the time. She well, she quit because she's she's like, oh, you know, I, my 70th birthday, I was like, I'm not gonna, I shouldn't smoke. This is silly, you know. Uh, I shouldn't be smoking ganja anymore. And when she stopped three months later, that was her first uh, seizure. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, and and again, like I hear these these types of incidents all the time with, uh, <clears throat> I should say, uh, benefits and outcomes, all the time. And um, you've for the most part, have yet to actually hear anybody not give a benefit, it, at least in my experience. Right, like, right. please correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't actually heard yet somebody go, oh, no, 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 it's been horrible to me. Like, I haven't actually heard that. And for, to me, that's ironic that that doesn't get brought up. Like, has anybody actually heard the opposite yet recently, uh, like, or in the last so many years? I mean, and I think the only time I've actually really heard anybody, um, like with the if they've gotten dizzy, um, uh, or just you know they felt maybe a little nauseous, it was just it was an extreme dosage. Yeah. And the beautiful and the beautiful part about that is that, um, you know, that's it. Like there's no there's none of this o o overdosing. There's not you know like you can't you can't die from it. Um, and uh, it was just mostly. Uh, just taking too much of a high dose, like an extremely high dose to the point where, you know, the body, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's just too much from the, the psychoactive part. But, um, but, you know, at least, Hey, even in those instances, you're still getting the benefits to the, to this at the cellular. Level, I always, so. I always tell everyone, if you think you've ingested too much THC, just pretend to go to sleep. <laughs> That's don't so true. do anything <laughs> set yourself right. up with a capri sun and maybe a box of cheez it's and just don't move <laughs> you know go to sleep pretend to go to sleep um yeah. i mean 
I certainly have had to take my own advice, uh, you know, with some of my journeys. Um, but uh, yeah, THC is absolutely wonderful. You need to know, you know, more about it. It has amazing health effects. Um, one last health effect that I'd like to say that probably is not just healthy for your body, but, you know, in, in so many different ways is THC is amazing for sex. Not well put. About that. <laughs> so why, it, why is that? Explain to the audience why that is. Well, it really enhances, um, you know, stimulation. Uh, it enhances the feeling of what you, what you, uh, um, it just enhances everything. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, to, to your, to your point, not, not to cut you off, you, you're absolutely right. That was actually number eight on this list. Um, it said you may not consider this among the other THC benefits, but um, it actually also enhances senses. And um, it uh, says that, uh, where is it? Uh, um, it used with intention, the right dosage levels provides countless benefits um, with feelings on the body. Um, and it basically, it, it almost, it, it almost hones in on any particular area, um, or, um, high sensitivity or arousal, um, place of arousal. So you can actually feel it even more than you could before. Yes. So yeah. uh, it almost like as if there's an, an extra focus put into the sense itself of wherever that, you know, high sensitive areas are, including arousal, place of arousal. So it's actually, it's quite, it's quite, you know. Important. Uh, it's quite important. It's quite important. I mean, now, how many relationships course, is this going to fix, right? <laughs> right, right. So you get people that stop fighting and start fucking. No, no. <laughs> you get people that stop, who stop fighting and, and, you know, and actually communicate and chill, chill the fuck out a little bit more, but also like, you know, have, a, you know, have a higher sense of, of self and a higher sense of their, um, their feelings and emotions and, uh, and their arousal. I mean, uh, which probably is also why um, a lot of therapists, um, even historically, uh, I mean, you can go all the way back to like Freud and beyond and, and, and before him. But Freud, I mean, even used uh, everything from cannabis to um, to uh, um, ecstasy. Right. Um, uh, right. Um, for for patients, just so they can actually get kind of out of their head and <laughs> more in into their inner selves and whatnot. So, I mean, it's yet again, uh, just another another amazing benefit. Um, so uh, we can wrap up here soon. But, you know, a couple of quick questions. Um, where do you think uh, other than cannabis magazine dot com? But like, where do you think what do you recommend for where people can get even more information about all of these health benefits that exist out there. I mean, is it just as simple as Google? I mean, I know you got to kind of sometimes be careful. Do you have any like resources that um, you recommend that are at like the science level and the research level? Well, that is where the first place I would gain information from the double blind university backed higher institution, higher learning institution uh, studies and clinicals. I mean, there's a lot of uh, millions of different anecdotal reports of what 
people have reported with what they, it's personally done for them. Um, and that's wonderful because what that has done is it, al it has allowed for the medical community to focus on certain things because we know through this sample size, like, okay, there's a million people that say that it helps them with their sleep. So let's focus on that and see what this is all about. Um, you're going to find now uh, more and more uh, institutions, research institutions, universities, and governments backing studies uh, because of its legal state now. So um, the internet obviously is the main source that everyone kind of looks for now. I would still go to that um, and uh, first choose different uh, uh, educational uh, institutions out of Israel. They've done a lot of different studies. Harvard has done some incredible studies um, and more and more incredible universities are doing these different studies as you know, the government has been lessening their grip. Um, there's big studies that are going on with PTSD veterans and uh, medical cannabis. You can always, I mean, every single day there's new information about new findings and things like that from all over the world um, and even within the United States. So the best, your best source is to find what the latest news is on the internet and definitely, you know, put a lot of weight on what is uh, being said by the universities. Um, obviously there's other studies that kind of contradict that, but you'll, you'll, you know, you know what you're, you know what information you're after and you'll, right. you'll, you'll know how to find that. So the internet, I mean, there's so many new findings every single day. And follow-up question, what's your favorite way to take THC? Um, I, personally love to smoke blunts <laughs> so a blunt is used like a tobacco wrap um in the united states we have just poor poor choices i mean um i definitely uh have smoked one or two um backwoods which is a type of tobacco it's kind of you find it at 7-eleven <laughs> Um, but my favorite favorite is probably taking and unwrapping uh, like a Cuban cigar and then keeping all of those, uh, uh, what you unwrap and then rolling little uh, blunts for yourself. Because, right. you know, a nice Cuban, it's all one uh, continuous oh, yeah. tobacco leaf, not uh, filler. So absolutely, absolute most favorite. And what about you, Matt? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. Too. <laughs> um, so um, in more recent times, I, I, I've grown accustomed to the edible. Um, it Because of the way the digestion, let me back up for a second. My entire existence on this planet has usually always been blunts, believe it or not. Um, and <laughs> I'm actually pretty awesome at rolling, like freehand, believe hey. that or not, too. <laughs> yeah, like I'm actually like cut it open and, uh, you know, and roll them, right? So I'm filming and roll them. So, um, and I agree with that. Uh, if, if for smoking, I never got into bongs, pipes, like any of that stuff, like nah, nah, none of it. Like I, I don't, you know, judge anybody else, obviously. I wouldn't. Um, but um, but in more recent times, really, like um, I've really enjoyed edibles, Um when I have, uh, it's, um, you know, um, a, uh, 
the the way the digestive system takes it in and then if you know if you dose properly it's absolutely been amazing um effects on my creativity my focus um my i already sleep really well but it, it just enhances my sleep even more um i actually it's funny i'm like the one i guess the one person in the world i sleep well every night automatically not I, I, without th without anything um and it just trips everybody out apparently like sleeping is a really difficult thing for a lot of people not mm -hmm. me <laughs> like i can pass out at any point at any time and i'm out like that's it um but uh but yeah so i i found that <laughs> edibles have been been fantastic um so yeah um well this was good this was great i mean i'm i'm glad i i really did want to i'm glad we got to touch base on both the health benefits and then kind of how that's actually been the opposite of what's really been told from the stigmas of THC for like all these years, because like really what's happening right now is just kind of a reversing, right. And un an unpeeling of like the, the, the damage from um, programming that was like put out that was false. Um, and, you know, I realize it also takes a lot of time. Um, you know, these kind of conversations, it's, it's interesting when you talk, especially to different generations, older generations um, or just, in general, because of how much it's been ingrained in society as like, oh, it's a horrible thing. It's a bad thing. Having to remove that and be like, no, actually, this is. And by the way, it, this also goes to show how good marketing is because people yeah, are right. so, no, here, here, and I, I'll end on this and then any, and I want to hear from you, but like, it's just, here's how good marketing is. There are people who, given the actual facts of a plant based medicine plant-based meaning there's nothing chemical in it plant-based medicine that can cure you of nearly everything taking that and but still being worried about taking that but then still being programmed to be like nah like i know i hear it but i just i can't really do it but i'm gonna now go ahead and take all these other pills and these other things that i've been prescribed like it, it just going to show you the power of marketing and programming like you do realize like all those things say these specific side effects that can do that to you, whereas that does not. And, and it just goes to show you the power of programming and marketing. I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal to me. And, uh, but I think it's changing fast. Uh, and you're noticing all demographics, all generations, um, adapt it faster than ever before. So I think, uh, the next three to five years are going to be, you know, quite interesting to watch. Oh, yeah, it definitely is going to be. I mean, I'm so excited for all of, I mean, to me, there's nothing, there's very few things that are as enjoyable as seeing um, the first time someone gets high. <laughs> it's right. like, like <laughs> um, coming of age, this awakening, and you know it changes their life forever. So I'm very excited for all of those people who are newcomers um, and, and taking THC and unlocking its benefits and, you know, uh, seeing how, how good it feels to be on THC. I mean, that's, that's something that's pretty shocking. I mean, you don't know how, you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know what you're missing. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> so well, I, I'm excited for that. And to your earlier point too, when you microdose, meaning you just you test it out in small bit, like small little um, milligram dosages, you don't have to worry about getting that like that that high feeling right away that that people you know are sometimes concerned about getting. Like you can actually add a little bit at a time to figure out like ah oh, this is where it feels really good. 
I don't need anything more. Right. And so I think when you start making people intentional with THC, they start actually figuring out like, oh, like this is the level that actually works for me and I'm very functioning. Cool. Good to know. So. Um, so, yeah. So I think, you know, we'll we'll end there um, for, for this episode. And, and I know we've got a few others coming up. And, and Priscilla, I, I love some of the things that you really wanted to talk about um, uh, coming up. Um, cultivation, you know, hemp and cannabis. Right. We're going to talk about that. And then in some future episodes, we're going to talk about uh, cannabis extractions, you know, what they don't tell you about when there's uh, extractions happening. Um, and uh, trying to think of some of the other I know we're going to talk about industrial hemp because the hemp bill passed. So and then we're going to start taking on some guests here um, as we <laughs> continue to get the technology and the flow down more. You know, we're you know, we're really we're really grateful for everybody that's listening to us right now. You know, we're we're trying to be both a conversational podcast and an educational one at the, at the same time. Um, and, you know, we're we're working through um you know, so many of the, these episodes uh, to get um, further along in, in with all of you guys. So thank you for listening. Um, Priscilla, any last words, anything you want to say? Yes, yes. And, you know, just to know what you're supporting, we really are uh, trying every single type of uh, 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 solution to, because the where I'm at, it's, you know, Jamaica's a third world country. Um, we're, uh, part of a project, like I mentioned earlier in this episode and, you know, the connection isn't best everywhere. I think, uh, in this particular part of the island, you get something like 25 megabytes per second, which most apps don't really function on. Um, so mm. it's the extreme amount of effort, it's extreme amount of planning. It's all of this coordination, uh, between us so that we can communicate with you guys and um, start building this community uh, for uh, ca- cannabis magazine um, about everything that's happening within this wonderful industry that we all love and are very passionate about. So I'm excited that we have some incredible guests coming um, onto the show. Uh, you're going to meet with the real OGs of this space and some newcomers into the space. And uh, they all have such a valuable, valuable insight to share. And uh, we're, we're just uh, thankful for you to be on our journey and uh, sharing it with us. Amen. Yes. We're going to bring on some seriously cool guests too. So that's why we're, we're just doing a lot of prep work for them right now. But uh Thank you, Priscilla. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this together and um, you know, look forward to doing this much more. Guys, this was episode three. Um, you know, we, we talked about the stigmas of, of THC. We talked about the benefits of THC and, and um, you know, and any experience that we've either had or that we've seen. And then, um, you know, kind of ran down a list. So please be sure to, to go back through this. Um, give us any feedback. We're definitely open. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening. And uh, for this week and for episode three, We are officially out. Bye.